Hey, y'all, and welcome to Pain in the Pod. Well, today is a super special day for two reasons. The first one is that I have some of my favorite podcasters on today. And the second one is that it's my 50th episode. Can you believe it? It's hard to believe that I've done 50 episodes, but here we are. So thanks to everyone who's been listening and continues to listen. I raise my invisible glass to you, my coffee cup to you, and here's to 50 more. It's funny, like I'm 50 years old and there's 50 episodes and it's all very exciting. So on to my guest. Today I have on Kimberly and Katie. They are the hilarious duo that host A Date with Dateline. So if you love the TV show Dateline and you haven't listened to this podcast, then I don't know what you're doing with your life. Uh, Kimberly and Katie break down each week's episode of Dateline NBC in a very, very funny way. And I'm a longstanding fan of Dateline and Keith Morrison. So I was beyond thrilled to find this podcast a while back. And I'm even more beyond thrilled that Katie and Kimberly are here for my 50th episode. Welcome. Thank Hi. you. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. So, all right, we have to get right into it. And people, you know, when you say it's a recap show about Dateline, it's not, doesn't conjure up sort of the same thought of <laughs> it's a recap show about like a reality show. Like, how do you recap Dateline? So tell me how you came up with this idea. Well, I'll, I'll speak to this because I, Kimberly is one of the best recappers in the biz. And this is on a personal level. As friends, I used to have her tell me movies and tell me TV shows because somehow when she would tell it to me, I would see it in my head like I was watching the show. And it was almost more enjoyable for me to hear her tell it than to actually watch it sometimes. So this just sort of started when she got me into Dateline. She was a longstanding fan. And um, we just kind of came up with the idea that, hey, nobody is doing any kind of a recap on Dateline. Well, maybe we should give it a shot. Kimberly, all, is that about right? <laughs> it was all Katie's idea. Yeah. And I don't think my recap skills are anything special. She has a very good imagination. So maybe she can just picture it. But going to what you said before, we basically recap it exactly like it is a reality show. Because yeah. well, it's real. It is. And the yeah. people are crazy. So it's Sometimes. basically like watching 90 Day Fiance, but it's Dateline. <laughs> well, I recap 90 Day Fiance for a couple of podcasts. So I can tell you that it's not really like 90 Day Fiance and that almost always somebody's murdered. Um, well, that's true. But that just that, hasn't happened yet on 90 Day Fiance. I, I feel like that's coming in this season of 90 Day Fiance. I feel like we're right there. We're at mm-hmm. the brink of them turning into a Dateline episode at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not that I, show. I'm not sure if you guys um, happen to see this new fabulous show called Smothered. Um, yes. Okay. I saw the ad. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, well, you can binge it. It's a, it's a short little series. And for sure, there's a murder going to happen there. It's um, Kimberly's seen it, I guess, so she knows that Angelica is going to kill her mother soon. He. Oh, yeah. yeah. And well-deserved, I think. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, Is this moms and daughters? Is yes. Moms- <laughs> yes. It's daughters feeling smothered by their mother. Uh, the no, they they the it's a, it, they're very codependent. Yeah. Um, oh there's one girl they, that's an Instagram sh- ass model that's <laughs> that's no. getting her mother in on the ass modeling. No, yeah, and the, oh, no. the baths. Tell the, tell her about the baths. <laughs> oh my God! So soon he and Angelica they're very codependent, and you know her mom takes a bath in the morning, and if the water is still warm, Angelica will get in. Nope, no, thank you. Gross. <laughs> no. She she no. she gives her pedicures. She brushes her hair. She dresses. <gasps> she dresses her in the morning because no one can no one can dress her just like I can. How old is Angelica? Thirty one. Thirty one. 
Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So you need to get on board with that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Back to Dateline, which, you know, soon he and Angelica, are pretty sure, will be. And it'll be like, mm-hmm. it'll be Keith saying, they were on a reality show. And what <laughs> was this? Oh, yeah. Things to come. Mm. <laughs> um, so do you guys, you guys live in the same town? Uh, we live in the same city. We live in Los Angeles. Okay. All right. So, town. But I- it's, Los Angeles is huge. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so we live about 35 minutes away from each other. Okay. On a good day. So you don't, do you ever uh, record together? Do you ever just meet up at someone's house and record together? In the old days, yes, because we weren't sure when we started recording how exactly to record. So we thought we had to be in the same room. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we, now we usually don't unless we're working on something special for someone else. And we need to be together. Normally, it's much easier for me, who does the edit, to have us separated. But we we stare at each other. We're both on um, on Skype when we do it. It's funny because I do um, a, a couple of podcasts with Aaron Martin, and I mean, my not only do I have a piece of tape over my camera, which you can see now because we're recording, <laughs> but then I yes. immediately turn it off, like just in case a little peep could get through that blue tape that I have over my camera. Because <laughs> generally, I look so horrible that I don't want to like ruin her actual uh, feeling of what I might look like in real life. Oh, I forget. Yeah, we've given oh, we up. know that all about that. Yeah, Katie always looks good. She always has like a full face of makeup on. Uh, I uh, am usually like picking my nose and maybe not wearing a bra, <laughs> and I just don't care because it's Katie. So it's fine. Okay, so I have a question. So Dateline generally comes on Fridays, right? Yes. Well, but now they've got extra ones and then they do the ones where it's like a update, which, you know, same with 90 Day Fiance. If you watch that, your DVR is tricked because you'll get 17 hours of 90 Day Fiance, (laughs) but only one hour is new. And Dateline, I feel, tricks me as well because they put on and it's usually for me as just a casual watcher. I'm about 10 minutes in before I realize I've seen this story before. Yeah. And then I'm mad. So. Yes. No, you're not alone because I manage our Twitter account. And so I pick the funniest tweets for like each episode that people are because Dateline like trends. People get really into it on Twitter. Yeah. But people are so filled with rage, like hatred, deep seething hatred when it's an update episode and they thought it was a new episode. I've never seen anything like it. Like they're ready to throw their TV out the window. And never watch again because they feel tricked. Dateline tries to be pretty obvious about it. Like they'll send out an email that says what each one is saying and it'll say new or whatever. Um, but no, wait, get a, really wait a second. Upset. Who do they send this email to? Just you? No, you get on an email mailing list and then you get the email every week and they show you what the like the three shows are because usually it's Friday is a new one. Saturday is always a repeat. So the poor social media people, because on Saturday nights on Twitter, everyone's like, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. And they just keep going. Saturdays are always a repeat. How many times do we have to tell you this? Uh, And then sometimes Sundays and then now Mondays during the summer. Mondays are new. Fridays and Mondays are both new. Yes. Right for the summer. Yeah. So how many hours of new Dateline are you watching a week? Uh, Two to four. Yeah, two to four. That sounds about right. Two to four. Yeah, okay. because sometimes they're two-hour episodes. So no, we only always... cover one, though. So we pick one. Yeah, we pick one that we since we have the option now. Since they're doing two new ones a week, we can kind of choose which one is more make funnable <laughs> than the. I just coined that. Than the other ones. Some of them. Are some just, of them are 
too sad. Too sad. Yeah, just not, there's nothing in there that, you know. Technically, they're all sad because someone dies, but sometimes they're all sad. They're also hilarious. And and sometimes they're just all sad. And uh, do they ever send you screeners so you can watch them before? No, I wish. Dateline, please. It seems like you guys have in with uh, Josh Mankiewicz. It seems like you could uh, get some pull there. Yes, he's Kimberly's best friend. I've been replaced by Josh. It's all right. I'm fine with it. If it had to be someone, I'm glad it was Josh. But he has a he has a special relationship with Kimberly for sure. She's shaking her head, but I just because I'm on Twitter. If you were on Twitter, you could have the same relationship with him. No, I can't be on Twitter. He loves everyone. He bonds with people. He's delightful. But we would love an early screener or just if I could figure out how to get my cable to show me the East coast feed because we are on the West coast. So, and Twitter is like dead. No one cares about Dateline on Twitter on the West coast for some reason, but the East coast it's lit as the kids say. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what they're talking about because I haven't seen the episode yet. You know, that's interesting Mm. that you guys don't get, the East Coast feed. I don't know. I mean, I hear about that a lot with uh, West Coasters saying, oh, I got the East Coast feed. And I've always wondered, like, so that means like four o'clock in the afternoon, you can just settle in with your, you know, housewives or your Dateline or your 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, right. some channels do that. But I can't get mine to work. So. Oh, well, that's a bummer. Well, I think that you should um, submit an application for screeners. Um, yeah. And then you can enjoy your weekend. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. And maybe we could give editing notes like, hey. You should put B-roll of this in here. I'm sure they'd find that delightful. And yes. I'm, being, I'm being sarcastic. I think they would. Now we're definitely think, not getting screeners. No, now that you said no, that, now no, that you're offering no, editing. No. Um, Sorry, we're not going to give any notes. You're perfect. <laughs> you're perfect. Never change. I didn't mean it. So I get these screeners, and I can't say how, but mm-hmm. um, they have the colors on the screen like old school. Like I'm kind of old, so I remember when TV shows would start, <laughs> and they would have those striped colors on the screen. Wait, or, I'm sorry, Mary. You are not yes. kit don't say that okay i am to, you're supposed to shout i'm 50 like I'm molly shannon 50 in fact yeah, you i like doing to kick it for this episode <laughs> you should say this is my 50th episode do yeah. you know what i am going to now think of that for my social media for this episode i'm going to do molly shannon i like to mm-hmm. kick mm-hmm. and stretch i'm 50 and podcast um, oh i need somebody that can make a good like meme or or jeff or whatever the kids say um yes so anyway so i remember like when the tv would go off at night right it would have the stripes on the screen it would go like ooh that sound so -hmm. when you get screeners it has that so i think that if you were um getting one of those for dateline i think it would be like the anticipation the excitement (laughs) of it especially like if you didn't know was it going to be keith was it going to be josh Mm -hmm. is it going to be andrea and her kids or so all right so that's the point of that you don't get screeners you don't get screeners but i think that uh this is a call out to the powers that be a dateline that you should get them well i did start a change.org petition when we first started the show oh boy Um, no you didn't yeah Yeah, because i felt like there was not enough merchandise sold um on the online nbc store for dateline and i found that very offensive because they had like pages and pages of merch for shows that aren't even on the air anymore and there was like a hat and a mug for Dateline and that was it and so I started a change.org petition I don't know if I got 500 signatures I'm not sure but oh and 
Mankiewicz, he calls it the biased and failing NBC store. Uh, <laughs> <because> <laughs> so we we were doing this petition and, and it was always like trying to get more merch. And then like six months in, they started doing like a lot more merch. I in no way can take credit for it. But I, I, I think it sounds I think it sounds like you are trying to take credit. I was just no. going to say, I feel like <laughs> the exact opposite. Is actually- I'm, I'm saying maybe I should start a petition for us to get screeners. That could be yeah. my next. And then I always say at the end, also sign one for children or elephants or something good, too, while you're on change.org. Yeah. OK, yes. Children or elephants or. Yeah. OK, yeah. I right, got it. Um, OK, now I, I said this to you before we started, Kimberly, but. If any of you are familiar with the Jenny McCarthy show, Kimberly, you sound just like Michelle Lukowski, who's on the Jenny McCarthy show. I am Michelle Lukowski. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> um, no, she just has a very um, fun, uplifting, fun voice like you do. And you sound very positive all the time. And she is the, is the same. That is the opposite of my personality. So I take that as a huge compliment. Yeah, I, I do. Perfect. I do want to tell you earlier that, um, Katie, when you were saying the way Kimberly does recaps, mm-hmm. that um, I was laughing because just earlier today, I was I don't know what episode of yours I was listening to, but Kimberly was explaining to you a Farmers.com commercial. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. Farmers only. <laughs> yeah. Farmers only. Okay. And I was there. I was there. I could yep. see the girl with her with her Daisy Dukes. I could see the guy with his stupid mm-hmm. Bluetooth in, mm-hmm. and then the the farmer, which was like a regular guy, just drove up in a truck. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I gotta say that I think that I think that's right. I think that that's your that's your that's your knack. That's your jam. It's it delightful. Saying go watch the clip, and then you don't have to listen to me talking about it. I don't no, know it's why. So much I do better. That. It's so much better. Honestly, there was one time that Kimberly and I went to on a Vegas trip and we drove all the way back from Las Vegas to Los Angeles, which is like four and a half hours. And the entire time she told me a complete lifetime movie from beginning to end. And uh-huh. I was just enraptured. Yeah, I was like, like, keep going. Then what? Keep going. What is he? And our what friend happened? Stephanie yeah. was in the back seat, and she fell asleep because she hates <laughs> she hates this when I do this. Well, and she then doesn't like it. Yeah. She s- woke up at one point, and you said, "Are you still talking about that effing movie on Lifetime?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yes, be quiet, go back to sleep." She needs to finish. <laughs> we're only half, we're only halfway through. Yeah. But she <sighs> lived in Germany for a while and couldn't get uh, television, like our television, the United States television, I should say, um, and she couldn't get West. Wing. And so I would write her these long emails describing the episodes of West Wing with the, my my favorite lines and stuff. She did like that. So she likes it when it's about her. But when it's oh, about Lifetime movies, she's not Just interested. Just not when I it's guess. about Yasmin Belief. Yeah. yeah. She didn't like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a throwback, Yasmin Belief. <laughs> um, okay. So we're going to take a quick little break here and we're going to come right back because we need to talk about all of the hosts of Dateline NBC. Ooh. This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends you new cartridges, so you never have to think about ink. Save up to 50%. You'll pay less than $5 a month for ink and never run out again. Find out if your printer is eligible and enroll today at hpinstantink.com. Conditions apply. For details, visit hp.com slash Spotify. Okay, I'm back with Kimberly and Katie of A Date with Dateline. Now, 
obviously you have an extreme love for all things Dateline. So here's a little story for you. Um, in May, I was, I'd been to LA for a week and I was getting on my plane to come back to DC and I'm standing there and out of the corner of my eye, I see the sweet baby angel that is uh, Keith Morrison. <gasps> yes, that's exactly how I felt. Now, <laughs> I got out my phone to pretend to text someone so that I could take a quick little picture and right as I did that, they called out from the little stand, Morrison Keith. <gasps> Over that is the loudspeaker. Not right. They called, that's not right. He deserves okay. a modicum of privacy. Then, a couple minutes later, because he didn't hear it, and he's standing right there, as close as I am, they say it again, Morrison Keith. And so I'm thinking, should I poke him? Should I say they're calling your name? Um, I, so I don't do anything. So he sort of looks up and realizes they said his name. He goes and gets on the plane first before yeah. the elderly people, before the vets, before the people with children <laughs> under the age of two. Wow. Yeah. He gets on the plane first. So. As he should. As he should. That seems Listen, right to me. We call yeah. him our Arlene King, which some people think I'm trying to say Arlene, like the name, our lean King. And so he's royalty. So he should enter a plane first. Correct. He should have a private plane, really, if he's royalty. I mean, let's be honest, why was he even on my plane? But he got on first. And so then I'm thinking like, well, he got on the plane and I'm getting on the plane. So I got on right after. And there he was sitting two rows in front of me. And I got to stare at his gorgeous white hair <laughs> for the yeah. whole five-hour flight. And I would also like to report that he took photos out of the window. Oh, the isn't that really? cute? Mm-hmm. Was it a long flight? Can I ask where you were going? Where were you guys well, going to LA the same place? To, LA to DC. Oh. Mm, I think he was taking pictures of the Capitol and stuff as we were approaching DC because sometimes on the approach you get a great picture of like the whole mall. I wonder oh. if he has a private Instagram account because usually people take pictures out of planes of the clouds and put it on their Instagram feeds along with right. for brunch. So right. maybe he has a private Instagram account. Now – the two of you are not responsible for Keith leans on things. Is that right? Mm-hmm. No. We love Keith leans I on wish. things, though. Everyone yeah. should follow her on Instagram. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an Instagram account only dedicated to the things that Keith is leaning on. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think in this last episode, we got a lot of leaning Keith. A lot. Oh, yeah. It was Rick record-breaking, I think. It was tremendous. Yeah. Um, what's the reason that he leans, has he said? He has said that he, when he was starting out, I think in journalism, he didn't kind of know what to do with his hands and uh-huh. kind of felt awkward. He's very tall and, you know, he just, I think, started leaning as a way to kind of engage, I think. But now we're a little worried about his back health. We want to make sure that he, <laughs> he can stand up straight. Like, just do it sometimes so we know that you can and your spine is okay. That's so funny. That's so funny. Don't y'all think it's interesting that he is Matthew Perry's stepfather, but yet they look alike? Yeah, I could see that. That's I could a little see bizarre. That they really? look alike. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. maybe everyone that is around Keith's orbit starts to resemble him because mm, his, like, his gravitational pull is that strong. <laughs> that makes, I think that makes complete sense. I science. Hashtag it's just science. Like, yeah. Sometimes married, <laughs> cou- married couples start to look alike. I think it's, mm-hmm. or, you, or people start to look like their dog. Yeah. People it's all the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you'll also really, really love, um, Kimberly especially really loves uh, Josh Mankiewicz. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, we both do. He just might love me back a little more. Oh. <laughs> he does. And that's okay because I love Dennis the most. So yeah. I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so 
you like Dennis the most and, and Kimberly mm-hmm. likes um, Josh the most. So I know. I do you... not. I never pick favorites because oh, she okay. there was an episode called The Favorite Son and it went terribly, oh, yeah. terribly wrong. Right. And it taught me to never pick favorites. Kimberly's wise. I just am delighted by Dennis. I can't help it. I, I find him fascinating. I don't feel like Dennis is on as much as Keith and Josh. I think Dennis is semi-retired. A little bit. I think Dennis, part of what he does is meld into the show so much. So it's not about Dennis. It's mm-hmm. not like the Dennis True. show. So you might not even know that it's Dennis. And that's part of his brilliance. Mm-hmm. And Can- I find out, I found out from the two of you that Andrea had all those children. Yes. Mm-hmm. She has 18. No, she has five children. Um, and it, the last one. No, I'm sorry. She has six children. She what? has five, five girls and a boy. <gasps> yeah, so this is her first boy. Was this six one that she just had? That's just unbelievable. Yeah, she she's married that's... to like a um an like a navy uh, admiral or something like that. What? Wow. He's in the Marines or the Navy. He's a military man, and he's very impressive. And he wears a uniform and. Wow. I wish I could speak more eloquently about that. (laughs) Well, this is like um, Zach Brown of the Zach Brown band um, had five daughters. And then he said, he said, we're just going to keep going until we have a son. And then (laughs) thank, thank God for his wife. The sixth one was a boy. So she could stop. Yeah. Thank God. Same idea. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they are all blonde and like the cutest girls. Yeah. Oh, Um, so when I ask you who your favorite host is, you're not going to answer that question. Well, I think Katie just did. She didn't. (laughs) I said Dennis for for me, but we do have a very, we have an exclusive for you if you want it. Of course. Yeah. Um, Kimberly, can I tell it? Yes. So the other day we were, we, we did bring the host little gifts when we, when we went to CrimeCon this year. Mm -hmm. Um, Kimberly's really good about that always and makes them a little cross stitch and like just something personal for each of the hosts because honestly it's wonderful. We have catchphrases for them. So I usually cross stitch their catchphrase and then I bought them a bunch of merch with their catchphrase on it. Yeah. Okay. I would love to know more about that, but but continue with this. <laughs> continue with this exclusive exclusive. This is our exclusive. This is our day with Dateline exclusive. Um. So, I got my mail the other week. Um. A couple weeks after CrimeCon, and there's a letter in it, and I sort. It was a weird. It didn't look like anyone's handwriting. I knew, but it was obviously written. And I mean, how often do you get a handwritten letter, right? Right. And and it was to my address, which was odd too. And so, I open it up, and it's. It's a thank you card from Dennis Murphy. (gasps) Written from him. I actually have it sitting in front of me because I always have it in front of me when I record. And it says, (laughs) and Kimberly got one as well. And I think hers says the same thing as mine. It says, dear Katie, what a pleasure to meet you both at CrimeCon. The Dennis bag was a hoot. All that cool (laughs) stuff. Thank you both. Enjoy your summer till question mark Orlando question mark best Dennis. Because oh. Orlando is where CrimeCon is next year. Next yeah. year. Oh my gosh. Okay. I is, lost is my it, mind. Is it front and back or is it just front? 
It's just, no, it's just front. And no, it's a full open card. It has a little white magnolia on the front and it says, thank you in gold. It's a white card. And then you open it up and then there's the writing. I was, I saved the envelope. I saved all I of did it. Too. And it's from his personal address. He wrote yeah, his Yeah, we home. know where he, we could go yeah. see him. Well, I'm just wondering, the reason I'm asking is because I'm thinking for framing purposes, if it was oh, right. front and back, right. that would be tough. But if it's just front, then you could frame it. Okay, so I, mine, I found mine. Mine says, Dear okay. Kimberly, delighted to meet you at CrimeCon! Exclamation point. And thanks so much for your thoughtful Dennis swag. Please keep doing what you do. Orlando? So, question mark? So they're different. Yeah, so they different. are different. Oh, and he wants he us to keep time. doing what we're doing. That's I right. I think we're best friends. <laughs> what, was in, what was in his bag? Can you tell us? Um, well, his catchphrase, which we thought we wanted to make sure he didn't know was an insult. It's Dennis is enough because we <laughs> keep leans and he's our lean king. And Mankey has a pocket square all the time. So he's Sir Mankey with the hanky. And, <laughs> and Andrea is Queen Andrea. And the A on the Andrea is white jeans. Because like the legs, because uh -huh. he always wears these precious white jeans and there's a, a crown over the Q for the Queen Andrea. Uh -huh. That's what the cross stitch and the, the logo looks like. So um, Dennis, we were, Dennis didn't have a thing. And I think Katie said, because she loves Dennis so much, just said, Dennis doesn't need a thing. Dennis is enough with a period. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that and, sounds a lot like, like you is strong, you is important. Yes. Yeah. Dennis, yes. you are, you, you is enough. No, yeah, a lot yeah. of people yep. send us those memes of those self-motivating posters and they go, look, and they cross out the you and they put Dennis. Um, yep. But so we had given him stuff last year, but didn't really get to meet him at CrimeCon. And so this year when we met him, he I didn't know if he'd remember that I had given him the cross stitch and that we had this catchphrase for him. And he surprised us by saying the cross stitch was on their kitchen table still. Uh, it's uh. been a year. And that he loved it. It made his wife so happy. She loved it. She thought it was hilarious. So, oh my gosh. Thrilled. Yeah. Guys, you have to step up your game for next year. I know. I don't know <laughs> what you have to give them a car or something. Oh my God. Yeah. Like a <laughs> leather jacket with their name on the back. I don't know. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Start saving up your money. Yeah. Um, right. So, Katie, since you're a, a stylist, what are your mm -hmm. feelings on Lester Holt's sweater vest collection? Oh, or I'm just fine his, with it. Just a vest. He has just vests. I think yeah. at this point it'd be odd if he stopped. I don't know what he could do. I think, I think honestly, I'm glad he's got a thing. Yeah. His nickname. Is, oh, he got a cross stitch too. It's Lester the Vester, and yeah. there's <laughs> guys. a cross stitch of a vest. <laughs> yeah. They all we, do have their definite personal unique style for yes. sure. And Keith with his sneakers, it's great. Yeah. yeah the Converse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. Lester the Vester might be the best thing I've heard all day long. <laughs> that is hilarious. Lester usually sticks with the vest, but sometimes he goes no glasses and sometimes he goes glasses and it makes him look like a t how he has a totally different face. And I get very confused. Yeah. It's like yeah, Superman. You're, yeah, you're right about his face with the glasses. He does mm -hmm. look totally different without them. Mm-hmm. I've never thought about that. I've always just really noticed he's always got a snappy vest, whether it's a, a, a sweater vest or sometimes just like a suit vest, but he's not mm -hmm. put the jacket on to go with it. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I, we used to try to think there was like meaning behind what they were wearing. 
or when they released oh, yeah. episodes. So we even asked Meg, oh. like, there was an episode called The Pink Gun Mystery, and he was wearing a pink pocket square. And I <gasps> assumed that was on purpose. He said it was not on purpose. But oh. we like to think there's meaning. So maybe there's meaning behind when Lester's wearing the vest and the glasses, vest, no glasses. What does mm-hmm. it mean? Sweater mm-hmm. versus structured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You could, the guys could do a whole Patreon episode on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could. <laughs> a diagram. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, speaking of Patreon and podcasts, we're going to take a little break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about podcasts. Support for this podcast comes from Invent Together. According to studies, less than 13% of all inventors who hold a U.S. patent are women. Black and Hispanic college graduates patent at half the rate of their white counterparts. But we can fix that by increasing participation in innovation and patenting by underrepresented groups. It would quadruple the number of American inventors and increase annual GDP by almost $1 trillion. Invent Together is a coalition of organizations, companies, universities, and concerned citizens committed to ensuring that everyone has the opportunity to invent and patent. Because the more diverse the American patent system gets, the stronger and more successful our nation will become. What can you do to help diverse inventors patent and unleash economic opportunity? Find out at inventtogether.org. Learn more and take action today. Okay, so I'm back with Katie and Kimberly of A Date with Dateline, and now we're going to talk about podcasts because that's what my podcast is about. So my first question to you guys is Dateline producer Dan Slepian had a podcast out called 13 Alibis, and did you listen to it? Yes, it was amazing. Wasn't it great? Unbelievable. Like, Mm -hmm. so one of those hate listens because you're so filled with rage that you have to keep going but you almost can't keep going because it just makes no sense and you're so furious but it was it was so well done I thought yeah I'll tell my listeners that it's a podcast called 13 alibis and it's about this guy who's convicted and has been in jail for quite a while but he had 13 eyewitnesses that saw him in a different state than where the crime had occurred so it's a great podcast I was trying to get him on and we were trying to work something out for New York but now we're trying to work on doing something remotely but um yeah I mean he's he's huge in the dateline world and Mm -hmm. I was um just listened to it without really knowing that. And then, you know, trying to research him. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this makes total sense. He's a Dateline guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you hear, I won't give it away, but when you listen and you find out exactly who three of the witnesses are, mm-hmm. maybe four of them, mm-hmm. like their professions and their relations, it's unreal that people don't believe them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. He's a completely in another state. It wasn't like he was down the street. Yeah. Um, so give me some other uh, podcasts that you guys enjoy. Ooh. Katie listens to a lot more tr- like serious true crime, I think, than I do. I do. Um, Kimberly, what is your I mean, I think both of us can say uh, Truth and Justice with Bob Ruff. Yes, personally, absolutely. because the case he's working on right now is well, he's finished. Yeah. Oh, did he just finish? He just finished season six, which was about a girl, a girl and her family, uh, Liz Melgar and her mom, Sandra Melgar and her dad, Jim Melgar, who was murdered. And um, her mom, Sandra, is in jail for the murder. And um, she's 
most definitely we feel and Bob Ruff feels wrongfully accused. And so all of season six was about that. And we've become Mm -hmm. really good friends with Liz throughout. Like we had her on our show and Dateline did the episode and that's when we covered it. And then she heard it and reached out to us and she's amazing. And she's fighting to free her mom and hasn't really been able to even grieve her dad because she's been fighting for her mom. Her mom was locked in a closet, um, passed out because she has epilepsy. She had seizures and there was a chair under the door locking her in um, Mm -hmm. and her, her hands and her feet were bound, but, and she's arthritic. She can not move, get around very well. And um, the police think she stabbed uh, her husband 30 something times. It's really uh, unbelievable. And then bound herself and locked herself in a closet. Correct. Yes. Correct. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's untested DNA at the scene. There's, there's a whole lot of things that were not taken into account there. It's, it's really unbelievable. And Bob Ruff goes into like extreme detail in each case. Like he starts with the autopsy. He has several episodes based on like the forensic scientists, what they found at the scene. Like he really does from start to finish. And his show is like a crowdsourcing one. So it's done in real time. So every week he does an episode and he asks people like, can you help me look into this? And they start researching and then he'll do a follow-up episode with questions from them, ideas that they have. It's just really amazing, like people coming together. And because of that, she was having seizures in jail and Mm. was really not doing well. And they couldn't get her into a medical facility. And she also has lupus. Like there, she's she Gosh. has a lot of health problems. And because of the truth and justice, like army, they call themselves, they were able to put enough pressure on the state to get her moved into a medical facility in the jail. So that's something. So at really least cool. that's something. Yeah. Holy and, um, cow. Kathleen yeah. Zellner from season two of Making a Murderer. Yeah. Um, she also got Ryan Ferguson out of jail. She's unbelievable. She has taken on the case now, and she yeah. is now gonna help hopefully get Sandy out of jail. Wow. Well, if she comes in, I mean, you feel like it's like somebody coming in with a cape to rescue you. Yes, she's a tiger. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I've never heard of Truth and Justice with Bob Ruff, and I listen to so much true crime. So I've got this on my list with a big star. That's exciting. Please check it out. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And he's gotten a couple, I think a couple other people acquitted. So Yes. But he really comes at it it, every season. Yeah, he comes Mm -hmm. at it like, I don't know if they did it or not. And he mm-hmm. doesn't form an opinion until at least halfway through the season, until he's interviewed people, gone through all the files, everything. So he comes at it like maybe they are guilty, but he really tries to – he just wants the truth, I think, is what he fights for. Like Truth and Justice, the title. There you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Now I get it. Now it all comes together. Yeah. Um, all right. Now that – okay. That's exciting. So do you have any other ones you want to recommend? Um, well, I am in a constant state of being behind on my dad wrote a porno, which if no one's <laughs> listened to it, it's hilarious. It's super raunchy. It's just terrible, but the best kind of terrible. It's three friends reading a porno that one of the dads wrote, and it's filled with grammar mistakes and and things that don't make that are not sexy. None of it's sexy, and it's hilarious. And then the first podcast I listened to that made me think maybe I could do a podcast is called The Popcast. And mm-hmm. they do a whole bunch of pop culture stuff and they're amazing and hilarious and they're my ride or die, I think, cuz they kind of inspired me. My dad wrote a porno is my friend Ingrid's 
favorite, favorite, favorite. And yeah, she talks about it all the time. And she's like, I know it like, um, is offensive to your Southern sensibilities, but it's really funny. And I'm like, (laughs) I go, I go, I'm not offended. I just don't want to hear people talking about porno. And she keeps trying to explain to me that it's very, very funny. Yeah. It's very funny. It's not at all sexy. Yeah. Oh, and then we should also like, we have become friends with other podcasters and our, Mm -hmm. I think our best podcaster friends are, um, Melissa and Mandy, specifically Melissa, because we're on Twitter together. So we talk all the time. We love Mandy too. Melissa and Mandy, who you've had on the show from Moms and Murder. We love yeah, them. Love and um, yeah. our friend Kim from People Are Wild. She's a traveling ER nurse. And so she does great medical stuff. And cool. then our friend um, Jody from Reality TV is also hilarious. And there's so many others. The Fall Line is really, really good. Um, yes. And so we... I can't, I'm forgetting people, but we love all the podcast community is so supportive. I've found so agree. It, it's been for me, especially because I'm coming at it as a podcaster, trying to get podcasters on my podcast. And like, I try mm-hmm. to joke, like how many times can I say the word podcast when I'm sending <laughs> you an email to be on my podcast? Mm-hmm. Um, and I have found, you know, the majority of the time people, even if they can't do it, they will personally write back and say, listen, I can't do it right now. I'm stuck in production for this or that. Please get back to me this month. And hey, I listened to your episode with, you know, Sheila Wysocki or whatever. I mean, I have found it to be overwhelmingly positive. Even if they're saying no, they're still overwhelmingly positive, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's good. Do you have a favorite? Oh, I have so many. I always love my favorite murder as everyone mm-hmm. does. And um, I always feel like that's a boring answer, but it, mm-hmm. but it really, to me, is like the benchmark. And then I like yep. Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald because it's just sort of light and funny. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I like, mm-hmm. because I cover 90 Day Fiance and these things, I also sometimes like to listen to podcasts about that. I like Watch What Crappens. And I really, my favorite thing is to find a long-form uh, true crime like you were talking about that I can really listen to every week. And I like to sometimes be a little behind and then catch up because then you're excited because you have two hours right, right now. Yes. I'm, li- yes. yeah, I'm listening to a, a, a one right now about a murder in Mississippi called culpable. That's really mm. good. And then I started listening to one yesterday called the clearing and it's about Ed Edwards, this serial killer and the daughter figuring out that her dad was a serial killer. Oh, Yeah, yeah. So um, tell everybody where they could find out, uh, speaking of uh, murders and serial killers, uh, tell everyone (laughs) where they can find out about A Date with Dayline and the two of you. Can I just say, I posted um, a video the other day because I was watching an old Dateline and the police um, officer said they had found this guy who kind of was obsessed with serial killers and he's telling Dennis or whoever the host was like, he seemed to be obsessed with serial killers. So you have to ask, are you a serial killer? And I was so personally offended. Like, I am personally I, offended by that as well. <laughs> I just came here to learn about serial killers and I'm feeling so attacked right now. Like, <laughs> just because attacked. just because you like them doesn't mean you are one. Exactly. Uh, so we are on everything is date dateline pretty much. So we're at on Twitter and we have the best conversations on Twitter and we shout out our favorite tweets. I made Twitter certificates if your tweet is read on the air and uh, all week long we have really, really funny conversations date dateline. We're also on Instagram date dateline. 
um, Facebook, a date with Dateline. There's a private Facebook group for the fans that um, you just ask to join and then you get in and we're not on there. So you can talk smack about us. And uh, <laughs> and we're on Patreon, Date Dateline as well. And with Patreon, you get a whole extra episode a month at a certain level. And we have a lot of bonus content, like cutting room floor. Because sometimes we go off on – what do we go off on, Katie? Oh, really? The new Cats tangents. movie trailer, yeah. for example. And then Katie yeah, will sometimes cut it and put it on our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Katie's like, only I want to hear this. Like yes. your, uh, two, like your two-hour version of the uh, Lifetime movie. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Well, I have to tell you guys that for my 50th episode, I specifically picked you guys because I was like, these girls are hilarious. They'll make it fun. It's it's what I like. I like to like to talk about funny things, but I also like to talk about true crime. So it's just like the perfect marriage of the two things I love the most. So Aww. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank I, you. That's thank so you nice. so much. And uh, I want to tell all my listeners, thanks again. And you can find me on all social media at Pain in the Pod. And I'm going to get these girls real quick to do a Patreon with me. So if you haven't joined Patreon, go over there, patreon.com slash Pain in the Pod, and you'll get a little bit of a bonus with Kimberly and Katie. Oh, thanks so I much. Plug, oh, can I oh yeah, I'm go so ahead. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Do, do um, it. I'm so sorry. We also have bingo cards for Dateline episodes, <laughs> and I just released 24 new ones and four extreme bingo cards. And so they have things like cell phone pings or, you know, Keith leaning or, you know, cheating on your spouse, uh, things like that. And so you pick a bingo card and watch, you know, while you're watching Dateline, you play along. It's really fun. Okay. That's hilarious. And yes, I'm glad you plugged that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you.